Hey, what's going on? And welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. Let's talk about life. This thing called life. This beautiful, wonderful seesaw thing called life. And all the ups and downs that it gives you. Life is just living every day. That's all it is. Uh, how you deal with it. How you cope with it. What comes at you has a lot to do with who you are. How you build your character. What you want your legacy to be how strong or how weak you are, your circumstances. Uh, But it's just life. You know what? You got to give it all in life. Never cheat. Never, ever cheat. Never lie. Never steal. If you do not need to lie, cheat, or steal to survive, and I mean to keep a roof, shelter over your head, and your belly fed, there is no reason to lie, cheat, or steal. Be as honest as you can. Be as given as you can. Never ask for anything that does not belong to you. Live life. Handle those ups and downs. There's going to be challenges. We must win and we must lose. We appreciate winning a hell of a lot more after a series of losses. It makes victory sweeter. People in your life, they're going to come and they're going to go. And they're going to come and they're going to go for various reasons. They didn't grow, you grew. You didn't grow, they grew. Distance, time, sometimes things just wear out. Now, I'm going to agree with you. You might not be at this point of your life just yet. But growing old sucks. But the juxtaposition of not going old is called death. So you can deal with the sucky parts, the pains, the aches, the things that didn't bother you in your 20s that bother you in your 50s because you're still alive and maybe you're not hospitalized. Maybe you're not uh, needing to take 500 drugs to cope and get by, but you're alive. Appreciate life. Don't live life with a bunch of regrets. You know what? I have a rule. I try to take 15 seconds before I actually speak. Like if I'm talking to somebody else so I can gather my thoughts and I don't just spurt out the very first thing that might enter my brain because it might be painful to them. It might be too real for them. It might cut them to their core and they might not deserve it. So we always going to have a series of things that we wish we could have changed or have known in our youth. But that is not the reality of life. We don't have a rewind switch on this bad boy. You got to deal with it in the day that you live and you can't even go back and fix something from 20 minutes ago. Not to tell, I mean, to tell you the God's honest truth. You just can't. So try not to re- have a lot of regrets. If you have standards, if you have integrity, you will not have a lot of regrets. You'll be actually grateful for the life that you've given. Live your life with dignity. Live your life with class. Live your life with grace and humility if you can. Help many more people than you hurt. I've said this time and time again. And just remember, it's just life, man. You live it every day. Every second you breathe, you're alive. You're living. You're part of the world. Your energy is out there. It's up to you if that energy is going to be negative. It's up to you if that energy is going to be positive, if that energy is going to help build, or that energy is going to help destroy. So it's your choice. 
don't say that it's circumstances, it's God, it's the devil, it's my family, it's my addiction that are holding me back. At the end of the day, it is always you who live this life. You're responsible for this life. And I wish you the best life that you possibly could have with not a lot of worries. I hope that your belly's always full and your bank account is always uh, sustain. We can sustain you and yours. Hope you get those green lights you need and that you get those good doctor reports if that's what you're waiting for. But just remember, it's life, man. Live it. Live it to its fullest. Don't YOLO it because that's stupid. Yes, we do only have one life to live. It doesn't mean that you have to take more than you need. Just take your share. Take only what you need to sustain yourself and you will be just fine. Deal with the ebbs and flows. You will be just fine. Don't medicate pain. Okay? And I'm going to I'm going to end it right there. I don't want to beat you in the head. I just wanted to give you something to think about. And I hope hope that helps somebody. And when I listen back, I hope it helps me. So drives, Darren Draws Drazovich, who was a former WWE wrestler and an NFL player, he died at the age of 54. He was in a match with D'Lo Brown back in the days, and he wound up becoming uh, paralyzed. Draz always seemed to have kept a good attitude. A lot of you will remember him from back in the old days. He originally was going to start off in the WWA as a character called Puke. Yes, I said that right. P-U-K-E, Puke, where he could vomit on command. I thought this was Vince losing his fucking mind. Uh, He went on to, I believe he was actually one of the fake road warriors for a little while. I mean, he didn't have a very long career, but... The guys who get in situations like him are always remembered. And I, I wish Draws rest in peace. Alan Arkin passed away. Oscar winner. He was 89. You, A lot of us will remember his son, Adam Arkin, also. Um, we had a mass shooting this week uh, in Baltimore. Two young people died. Two very young people. I think they were 21 and 18. And something like 30 people were shot. We got the 4th of July coming up tomorrow to be exact. So happy birthday, America. And you know what? I'm hoping that this isn't the last time that I speak this week of a mass shooting. But I got a bad feeling in my gut. It's going to be hot, hotter than normal most places. It is sizzling here in America if you listen from, from another country. And I am talking, when I'm saying sizzling, in some place, the real feel is well over 100 degrees. Okay, I know you might be using Fahrenheit versus Celsius. 100 degrees is sizzling hot. That is no break. You don't even need the sun. I mean, between the humidity and the heat, it fries people's brains. People are violent to begin with, and they're going to have a lot of gatherings. A lot of people are going to get together, and there will be a lot of alcohol flowing. There will be a lot of marijuana probably smoked and things of that nature. But I'm hoping that everybody can be chill. I hope that people who come together actually love each other. They treat each other with dignity, respect, and as family. And when you treat people with dignity, respect as family, you don't usually want to pull your pistol out and shoot them dead. I'm saying usually it happens. People kill family members all the time, but let's hope against that. And then I know that some people are going to be frustrated because 
the holiday plans have been disrupted all around the country. We had over 32,000 flights disrupted, delayed or canceled. So a lot of people have been sitting in the airports for days. And I know they're frustrated when they reach their relatives, friends, houses. And hopefully they can get their minds together and chill out. I'm hoping for the best. I always hope for the best. That's all I can do as a human being. So this Supreme Court, this disgusting, filthy, vile Supreme Court rejects affirmative action rulings on universities using race in their decision makings when it comes to admissions. You know, they stated that this uh, college admissions uh, affirmative action actually violated the Constitution 14th Amendment. Now, legally, they might have a leg to stand on. Morally, uh, Clarence Thomas actually used affirmative action to get to where he is, not only through law school, but to get where he is on the Supreme Court. He fitted into a narrative where a person of color was needed in the Supreme Court, and he wound up being that dude. And this dude goes out of his way to knock anything that would help future generations of people of color. I find the Supreme Court to be disgusted. And and by the way, the ruling was six to three. You know, Biden came out and said that, you know, he doesn't want to add more judges to the Supreme Court because it, it really would make no sense. What they need to do is really respect and love the law as they're supposed to hand down decisions that are for the betterment of the people of the United States of America and stop their bullshit. I mean, they, they, they're voting across party lines. They're voting to take away rights from women, future families, unborn children. I mean, this is they're out of control and they're quite disgusting. So Brooklyn rapper Casanova, and I don't usually spend a lot of time on shit like this, but Brooklyn rapper Casanova was finally sentenced this week on his federal RICO case, and he received 188 months. 188 months translate into 15 years. I'm sure he has some time in the hole. He seems like he's been in jail for a year or two. This guy had things going on. This guy seriously had things going on. I didn't think he was a great rapper. There was only one song that I really liked by him, but he seemed like he was doing well enough that he could do some tours. He was signed to Rock Nation. Now he's got a deal with being back in the system for another 15 years of his life as he was reaching some form of celebrity status. Now, I've seen this guy go over to England. People seem to like him there. I've seen him in Vegas. I'm sure that he could have got booked on some shows here or there to survive. I don't understand why the need to revert back to a form of gangsterism when you made it out of that life, when you get the golden Willy Wonka fucking ticket, say goodbye to summer yesterday. Move on into the future and say, you know what? I survived that past. I decided I, de- I survived the darkness. Now I'm walking into the light. And he seemed to not be able to walk into the light. I wish him well in his bed. I wish him well. I wish him no harm in his sentence. But, but he's going to suffer mentally, emotionally, financially. He's going to miss people. People are going to miss him. He's not going to always, we don't know where they might send him. This is the federal government. They can send him as far away as California or Colorado, and it might be a trek 
for his woman to come see him. I don't know if the man's a father or not. But once again, that's all I got to say about him. I don't have a lot of personal feelings because I never met the man. Now, be careful out there if you're going to beaches. 11 people have died in rip currents within the last two weeks. And if you see that red flag, do not be one of those fucking idiots and into the water, okay? Red flag means what it is. Usually red means stop. Do not do something. Uh, for 11 people, including ex-NFL player Ryan Mullet, to pass away because of rip currents. And most people die because they don't know how to properly swim when they're in a rip current. You do not swim back to the shore. You swim parallel to the tide, to the tide, okay? Parallel to the tide. You could even go behind the rip tide and circle back around, but you do not swim directly back to the shore all that's going to do is suck you further out into the ocean where you will then be dragged underneath. I finished off the episode of the bear. Well, the whole season of the bear. I had like three episodes left when I last spoke to you. Uh, Carmen had a complete and utter meltdown in the last episode. Jamie Lee Curtis' character is one of the worst mother characters that I've ever seen in the history of television. Was this program worth watching? The Bear was awesome. It was a nice season. You got involved in everybody's inner workings, how their minds works, what motivates them. I thought that they gave everybody a fair chance in front of the camera. Even bit players, we got to know them. Every show does not do this, and I appreciate it. Now, I also watched uh, The Walking Dead, Dead City. That show has so many holes in it. I'm giving it a chance out of respect for Negan and Maddie's character, but that show is a flawed show. It makes no sense. I'm still having a problem with uh, New York City being one of the most violent cities in the history of the world, and nobody can seem to find guns. That makes no sense. A little girl wanted to go over to Manhattan on her own, Without a weapon, she won't speak. I mean, that's ridiculous. Some 150-year-old cult leader who's on the island of Manhattan running shit and physically beating much younger men who are not even fighting back. That makes no sense. We have a fight-or-flight mechanism built in us. Some old-ass man is just going to grab you beat you about and throw you off a balcony and you do nothing to protect yourself? I mean, don't even attempt? I mean, that's bullshit. So ESPN started their layoffs. So it looks like one of the bigger names that has let go is Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman had a really bad week at ESPN. He lost the Jay, Keyshawn, and Will show. He lost this Just In show. So he lost two shows last week. Uh, Rob Mikovich is gone. Uh, Matt Hasselback is gone. Jalen Rose is gone. There's a complete list that you could find somewhere, anywhere. I think this is an easy list to, to pick up. I, I feel bad for Nick Fidel. They actually had Nick Fidel work on two shows that day and then lay him off after he finished his work. He was the only one because Max did not show up fr uh, Friday. His show was not aired. But Nick Fidel was on Get Up. Then he did uh, First Take. 
And didn't they let him go? That shit is cruel. I mean, I don't even understand it. I don't know if they really think that Pat McAfee has the pulse of uh, the people. I don't think he does. I've never listened to Pat McAfee. I've listened to him on WWE. And he wasn't great there. So, uh, you know, ESPN used to be the worldwide leader in sports. Now they're the worldwide leader in gossip, rumors, innuendos, and hot takes. So they got some things they need to fix there, man, desperately. So LSU is your men's World Series college baseball champions. They beat Florida. So LSU has won the men's baseball, the women's basketball. They're having a pretty good year over at LSU. Well, LSU sports always seem to rock them one way or another, right? Miami New York Yankees had a perfect game pitch this week by Domingo Herman. It was only the 24th perfect game in Major League history, and the New York Yankees have four of the 24. But it still hasn't stopped the Yankees from going out there and looking like suckers every other day. Uh, they act like they can't score runs unless Aaron Judge is playing. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton is a huge damn disappointment. All the money that he makes, I don't know what his sense of pride is. Aaron Boone is not doing a good job. Cashman's not doing a good job. And Steinbrenner is allowing them to get away with this bullshit. Maybe the Yankees need to come into the modern age, allow guys with dreadlocks, facial hair, and maybe they can get the type of players that they need who have heart, desire, and show a little bit of energy on that field instead of trying to keep this corporate bullshit look that they're about. So NBA free agency kicked off. There was too many signings for me to go into because none of that is official to Thursday anyway. We'll talk about that further on next week's show. But the signing period has begun. But officially, like I said, they can nobody could sign a new contract to 7-6. And right now, it looks like Kyrie's going to be staying in Dallas. Like I said, I don't really want to get into all that right now. It's a waste of your time, a waste of my time, when I can break it down further and tell you what I feel about that more in depth next week. So Ricky Fowler had to go into a playoff with Colin Marikawa and Adam Hedwig yesterday to determine the winner of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And for the first time since 2019, Ricky Fowler could put the name champion next to his name. Uh, Ricky has played some good golf recently, but he over the four years he has played some bad golf. And there's a fake narrative that he is now the new Tiger. This is not a major. This is not even a, a mid-major uh, it's, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for his family. I'm happy for his new coach and his caddy. Because one caddy had to actually leave Ricky because he wasn't making the proper money anymore. Ricky Fowler is not the face of the PGA. He shouldn't be the face of the PGA. I mean, he goes out there and he handles his business for the most part. But let's not pump Ricky up so much. Let's see what he does with the British Open coming up, will he show up? And what will he do when everybody's back on tour? When you get those 10 other guys who are dicking around over and live and add them to the tour, will he be a FedEx Cup member player? Because he hasn't sniffed that in about three years. This year he'll make it because he's had enough top 20 finishes. He's made enough cuts. I will give credit where credit is due, but it's not. I mean, you know, 
one tournament and they acting like, you know, okay, Ricky's a good guy. What the fuck is so special about being a good guy? I've been a good guy my whole entire life. That don't make me special. That just makes me a fucking human being. Why am I treating people like shit? Especially if you're living like a man like him. When you go home and you go home to a mansion, every bill is paid. You don't worry about shit. You want a new car, you just go out and buy it. You want to move a neighborhood, you just go to another neighborhood and get a, a broker. I mean, when you, your mother is in desperate need of something, you can just provide it. Uh, so what is special about a multimillionaire being a good person? We need to stop that shit. We give too much credit to, to nonsense. That's a mediocre reason to give anybody credit in life that they are a good person. We don't know him the man. We know him the golfer. So we had money in the bank this week. So money in the bank from London, you, the O2 Arena. You had Damian Priest. He defeated Ricochet, Sensei Nakamura, L.A. Knight, who everybody thought probably was going to win, Santos Escobar, Butch, and Logan Paul. Just a few thoughts on it. I'm not going to go into a lot about each one. Uh, Logan Paul and Ricochet did a move that I thought maybe Ricochet should have pulled back from. Logan Paul is lucky to be able to walk and talk and not be in a wheelchair like Draws. Today, he went head first through a table from the second rope. It was some dangerous shit. I thought this was a very entertaining match. Every time LA Knight got close to the ladder climbing, the people would lose their mind because they thought he was going to be the winner. Uh, Logan Paul, I give him credit. My wife doesn't believe he belongs there, but I believe that he takes the bumps. And so far, he hasn't put any pressure on WWE to say that he has to be a winner. He just performs at a high level. People love Sensei. What could I say? I'm a huge fan of Escobar. Butch was home, so you know that he was going to have some moments. It was a pretty damn good match. I would say B plus to A minus for that. Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez won back their WWE Women Tag Team titles from Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler when Baszler, out of the blue, betrayed Ronda Rousey. Well, come to find out, it seems like Ronda Rousey has a end date with the WWE. She wants to move on with her life. And who better to leave in a feud with than Shayna Baszler, who is a legit friend, a legit training partner, and a person who helped bring her in. So I tip my hat to Ronda, and I tip my hat to the WWE to actually put an element into a storyline that actually makes sense. Gunther beat Matt Riddle, who was selling that ankle injury. I don't know how legit it was or not, but I enjoy watching Gunther's style. It's like old school to a different day. Uh, this allowed... Uh, Drew McIntyre to make a surprise appearance, at least a surprise appearance to me. So Gunther retained his WWE Intercontinental title. Cody Rose handled Dominic Mysterio, and we knew that he would. Nobody didn't think Dominic had a chance, even with Rhea Ripley cheating. This was big brother beating up little brother, and it made sense the way it went down. So I give that match high stars. EO Sky defeated Xena. Zelina Vega, Becky Lynch, Zoe Starks, Bailey, and Trish Stratus to win the female, or say the women's money in the bank ladder match. I like EO handcuffing 
Becky, I mean, was it? It was Bailey to Becky. I thought that was pretty cool. And then literally climbing over Bailey, her, her friend's back to get the briefcase. Uh, Eo Sky has a bright future. Uh, I think she is a beautiful performer. Uh, she's a risk taker. She's a high flyer. I don't see anything wrong. I mean, a lot of people are pushing for Eo and Oscar. But my thing is this, if you have Eo and Oscar, where does that put Charlotte and Bianca? I mean, where does that put them? Uh, but then there's a long way to WrestleMania, a long road to WrestleMania. It's up to the writers to tell the story on this. Seth freaking Rollins and Finn Balor did what you thought they would do. They performed at an A level and Rollins retained his belt. Now, I don't think that they're going to have Rollins lose this belt for a while. He might actually hold this bad boy all the way up into WrestleMania, where maybe in WrestleMania, Damon Priest finally cashes in his briefcase. Uh, I don't know what direction they're going to have Priest go with the briefcase. I don't know if he's going to go against Roman Reigns or if he's going to go up against... Austin Theory, or even Gunter, we shall see. The Usos defeated Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa in a Bloodline Civil War match. This was entertaining. I didn't think that the Usos worked so well with Roman and Solo, but they stole, they told the story. They told the story well. And it was right that Jay Uso got the pen. He was the very first person to ever defeat to pin Roman Reigns in the WWE. Uh, so it it makes sense. Uh, I like this story. I like how the story has been played out, but I think it's still got some meat on his bones. And let's see what they do with that. We got a U, the UFC was this weekend. It was a decent card, nothing to write home about. Uh, Sean Strickland was the headliner. I am not a big Sean Strickland fan i think that he's a racist i think he's a dickhead i think that he's uh i think he's not a real good person at least he does not just uh put himself on tv as being a decent and good person so i don't really want to say much about that card but this weekend espn plus and pay-per-view you got alexander vokolowski and Yari Rodriguez, Unification Flyweight Championship. Then you got Brandon Moreno and Alexander Panchora for the Flyweight Championship. You got Robert Whitaker, who we haven't seen in a while, for Derisis Duplices. You got Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker. You got Bo Nickel versus Treshawn Gore. Robbie Lawler's over last is fighting Nico Price. Sean Bradley is fighting Jack Della Maddalena. Jimmy Crude is fighting Alonzo Menafield. Now, this is their uh, what they call Fight Week uh, fan fest out in Vegas. So, this should be a big one. Uh, as I said, you, you've seen some of the people who are on this card. I am shocked that there are not women on this card. I think that they should have found at least two fights with some decent women because if the guys don't bring the noise, the women usually bring the ruckus. So, like I said, once again, that's going to be on ESPN Plus 
and pay-per-view. Remember, everybody, life is just that. It's just life. It's just everyday life. It's nothing special unless you make it special. It's going to have those ebbs and flows. It's going to have sick days. It's going to have days that feel like you can't lose. Days that make you feel like you can't win. Days that, man, you're the sexiest man alive, and the next day you, nobody wants you. It's just what it is. It's how you treat it, how you accept what's out there that comes towards you. If you have some strength in you and you don't get, you don't waver from your standards, you don't waver from having a certain amount of grace and dignity and pride, then you'll be fine. And I'm going to tell you that. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you each and every time that you tune in. I appreciate every time that you take the time out of your day and say, you know what, let me spend a minute with Doc and see what he's talking about this week. Uh, I love to hear from you. Like I tell you each and every time, the most important thing to me, more than sharing, more than liking, is your comments. Feedback is the sweetest pie that could ever be baked, at least for me. See, other people, they need the shares. They need the likes. I just need the comments. That's my drug, the comments. Back and forth. I'm not going to debate you on how you feel about what I do. I just take it in. I digest it. I swallow it. Even if it's a bitter pill, I swallow it and I move on with life. And I'm hope that you have a great 4th of July. I hope that you and your family be safe, that your travels be pleasant. And like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.